0: What is up? What's up, y'all? It is your boy, Box Jessen.
1: And Nish. And (laughs) Nish.
0: And I know it's been a minute. It's been a while. You ain't heard from us. Favorite quote, but we wasn't chilling. We've been getting things done. It's
1: been so long. It's so, um, it's kind of like we're adjusting back to doing this. (laughs)
0: I mean, it hasn't really been long. We just ain't been posting.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I know that we're posting it. So it's just been, like, it's awkward getting back used to it.
0: We actually got a few unreleased episodes that we'll probably throw in as, like, specials at some point. Yeah. But a lot of them, I put my foot in my mouth on a couple. (laughs) So I got to be mindful of that. Um, But yeah, we've been chilling.
1: What the heck is up, y'all? It's been a while. Britney Spears voice. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, I feel like we always... Oh, well, you said we haven't posted these videos, but we always start with like a, Not videos, podcasts. Goodness! I've been doing so much TikTok and other stuff. I'm like, I think everything's a video. Yeah. Um, but we always start with the recap, and then I feel like we do that for like the mo- majority of the time. And then we get into what we want to talk about. Yeah. But you have an agenda?
0: I do, actually, but I don't know... <laughs> I did it like two days ago. I don't know how relevant it is.
1: We also are in the process of kind of redesigning what we want this show to look oh, like. It was four days ago, actually. Oh, wow. That's how long <laughs> ago we were supposed to do this. Um, but we are in the process of redesigning mm. what we want the show to look like. And like the objective of the show. Because when we first started it, I feel like it was... It was, like, I don't know, like, a place for, what do you think? Like, just, like, for us to release and talk about? Oh
0: God.
1: <laughs> He's super important, guys. So, <laughs> do
0: whatever. Start, my bad.
1: Um, but, yeah, I feel like when we first started the podcast, it was kind of just, like, time for us to, like, like, we had this together time of doing the podcast. And we talked about, like, stuff that we would literally talk about and just recorded it. Yeah. But now I think that we're older and so much time has passed and we've learned so much that we kind of want it to be more purpose driven,
0: mm, mm-hmm. representative of what we're experiencing in society. Yeah. And I also think like a lot of the time that we spent on the podcast was like you said it was just kind of releasing, kind of venting, kind of getting things off of our chest and hoping that we reached out and helped someone else, but now we just want to be more intentional about that help and about that education aspect. Um, especially with, like, the path that we're on professionally and, and personally, like, the journeys that we're on, respectively. We want to make sure that we're providing a little more to the community and, like, um, our time. The reason why we haven't been as active is just because we've been way more busy. Like, just being completely transparent. We've been busy, and, I like, we want to spend that time intentionally with each other. So, like, the podcast doesn't really... I mean it's great quality time that we have together and like this feels good now but I think sometimes it just feels better to just sit and watch mindless Netflix in our break um doing other self-care things we picked up other hobbies and stuff so
1: so I was going to say um I think also because like things are so different from when we first started like when we first started we didn't live together we were just dating and, oh, no, we had just, we were, we started before we got engaged, mm-hmm. like, right before. Yeah. But, like, our lives were different, so it was, like, guaranteed quality time together. Like, okay, well, we have the podcast. Mm-hmm. And now it's, like, we live together. We talk all day, every day. So it's not necessarily, like, oh, we got to do the podcast so we can, like, squeeze in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, like, we spent a lot of time learning. Like, I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like this, to 2020 was, like, just a year round just learning experience for me. Yes. I think that's, I, this might sound pathetic, but I feel like it's the most I've learned that has been like useful in my entire life.
0: Why do you think that sounds pathetic?
1: I mean, because I'm this, uh, you know, I am this ripe age that I am.
0: I, mean, I just read about somebody getting a doctorate at. 52 so it's like
1: hey go for it
0: yeah it don't mean like because it can
1: could still, that could be me when I'm 52 be
0: learning, though. Like, that's don't, true it's not pathetic like we're lifelong learners and I think it's pathetic yeah. if no. this wasn't the most we've learned honestly true. every year should be the most you've learned that's true. before the year prior it's like we talked about that too like we're always on this quest and thirst for knowledge like I don't like hearing words that I don't know yeah and not looking them up like I don't like hearing a concept that I've never heard before and I want to at least familiarize myself with it. And I think 2020 did that for me, like especially in terms of politics. Like I was just talking to one of my friends yesterday about it. Like the best part about this whole experience is like learning the difference. Well, not this time, but the first time (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: learning
0: the difference between like impeachment and removal. I thought they were one and the same. Like, you know, just learning about the various nuances of politics, for example, like recognizing that, there aren't one senator for a state. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought it was one yeah. senator for a state. Um, I mean, and
1: don't go to Twitter because Twitter will be like, "Oh, you guys didn't know this." It's just like, you know, come on, like you, people are learning. People like, are learning. and I, I don't know. Like, I like to see people learning and asking questions because I'm that yeah. type of person. Like how you were talking about, if I hear a word that I don't like, I what was that word you said? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I like to, I like not knowing. Well, I don't like not knowing things, but I do like learning, learning. things. Yeah. So and there's so much that you don't know as you get to a point where you realize that there's just so much that you don't know and yeah. it's just fun to continue learning. I feel like it. It makes me feel like a kid.
0: Yeah, it does. And I'm not ashamed to say what I don't know anymore. If yeah. I know that I don't know it, I'm not ashamed to say that because yeah. like if we all walk around acting at like we know everything, and who's going to teach anybody anything? And who wants like, to talk to you? Because you can learn
1: from anybody.
0: Exactly. So it's like if I, if you're well versed in politics. <laughs> Like, I like I sit here and listen to Nish all day about politics, like, because she is a genius when it comes to just oh, political, politicality, like, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> just making words up. But, um, so, like, she's been really schooling me a lot, and it's, like, it's a give and take, whereas I'm kind of doing a lot of psychoeducation and, and the mental health piece, being aware of, of what's going on in your body and understanding how to address it, and... So, yes, yeah, like, I think if we were honest about what we don't know, honest about what we do know, that leaves room for more substantive discussion and conversations. It leaves room for learning. It leaves room for you to allow someone to educate you on something that they're versed in. And, then, like, that leaves them feeling good. They're solidifying their practice in terms of, it's just like, you know. And
1: then each one teach one.
0: Each one teach so, one. So, like,
1: they're going to pass that knowledge on. So, it's like, <laughs> just give, like, give and take.
0: Yeah. So we say all that to say. We say
1: all that to say. We will be rebranding
0: <laughs> our podcast. It's not going to be as focused on, like, venting and, and current events. We will still be called Case Rotation. We yeah. will still be rotating cases, like, because that, like, first off, we don't want to find another uh, euphemism for our names. We don't want to- <laughs> And I
1: like it. I mean, yeah. it's just so symbolic of us. I like it. So, yeah. So we'll
0: keep that, but we're going to shift to more... After this episode, we're going to shift to more... A political focus as well as a mental health focus.
1: I know. Interesting combination, right?
0: Mm -hmm. It's an (laughs) interesting combination. But you really can't have one without the other. Because, like, our mental health is impacted by a lot of what's going on in politics. (laughs) And.
1: Yeah.
0: Politics is impacted by the mental health of people in power.
1: Yeah. And then, like, political. And when he says current events, I feel like. And this is mostly on me, so I'll take the blame for it. But just basically not so celebrity focused. Mm -hmm. So like current events, obviously things going on in the world, but just like through through this past year, I've learned that celebrities are just not, they're not anybody to really talk about.
0: There's people with platforms.
1: (laughs) And most of them don't deserve them. So, you know, and I mean it in the sense of celebrities that are people who aren't artists, people who aren't, You know,
0: scientists,
1: yeah, people who aren't doing anything beneficial for other people. So, like LeBron James, I don't consider him a celebrity in the sense of like just a mindless celebrity that I'm not gonna that I don't want to talk about on here because he's more than that, he's transcended that, yeah, like people like that. I'm not gonna entertain that type of stuff anymore. I feel like we would have a few years ago.
0: A philanthropist, like if you're doing great work in your community. I think that's different. Because like, you can be viewed more as an icon pillar. Like, kind of yeah. thing. Like you do iconic stuff. But if you are just out here cooning out, or like, you know, I don't know.
1: Basically, I'm just not feeding into the gossip and shade room.
0: Yes, thank you. That's like, I, I love it. That's, I love
1: it. <laughs> so, that's the direction. And that's the biggest change. So, if that was the stuff you like to hear us talk about, I'm sorry. Because uh, we are going to leave the shade room. We're going to leave the gossip. And talk more just about, you know positive things that can uplift you and obviously everything that's going on isn't positive but uh informing you so informing you and helping you grow so that's more so that's when we say purpose-driven we want this to not just because i mean you can listen to so many podcasts and listen to gossip Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's like i don't really want to participate in that anymore because it's negative it's nasty and it's just like mindless and you not useful Mm -hmm. and you're not gonna learn anything from my opinions on little pump.
0: That's very true. Just because that's what
1: you said. I couldn't think of anybody. But yeah, like you're not learning anything. Yeah. You're not getting anything from that. You're just hearing me ranting. And that's, what is that for?
0: I got, I'm sorry. I was, uh, he came to mind. Like, <laughs> and this is actually what I was referring to about why we definitely didn't post the last episode. And we can't, unless we I edit some stuff out. Because <laughs> I said that. We got to
1: keep it G. We cannot edit it. Yeah. So we just won't.
0: Yeah, we'll put it in. But I, I, I said, I put my foot in my mouth and said that, Basically, West Side Gun's voice was annoying, and he oh. and he couldn't he couldn't make great <laughs> songs. But now I'm a huge fan of Griselda Records. We'll still talk about hip hop and stuff because that's yeah. very very important to me and 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 the culture. But like I think it's just, just like gossip, the gossip stuff. Here.
1: Yeah, we're just not gonna gossip anymore. Yeah. So we'll still talk about things that we find interesting and stuff like that. Just we will not be gossiping. Yeah.
0: But I was—I said little pump because I was thinking of a Griselda lyric where it was like I snuffed a little pump on stage. How you gonna trump that? And I'm like, oh, this this is fire. But yeah, that's that's uh, their lyrics. Kind of, I formed an emporium of Griselda lyrics over the past few months. So um, they're real raw hip hop. If you into that real raw, just like <laughs> late '80s, early '90s vibe with with like present day current drip, you know, go to Griselda, especially. Uh, West Side Gone.
1: We just care about you and your mind. We care about you and your mind. And you're, you're just you in general. Yes. So we don't want to play a part. There's so much out there that can poison you and your mind. and I don't want to play a role in that. Yeah. So. Especially
0: um, understanding more about how like energy works and how yeah. thoughts and, and, and chi resonates. Like I wouldn't want to put any more of that into this atmosphere. Yeah. We've learned a lot.
1: (laughs) Uh, Me especially, I've changed a lot as far as like that stuff goes. So, uh, yeah. So I hope that you guys are... um... Would like
0: kombuchas every day?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we also kind of tried to incorporate it the last time we came back. I think it was like, was it last year? I think it was last year, last time we came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about how we were trying to add like quotes in and stuff. I don't necessarily like fall in love with the idea of quotes, but I think that's kind of what we were on the road to it was like trying to repackage and rebrand mm-hmm. what we were giving people. And now we kind of just figure like, oh no, it's the show that we need to, to rebrand and kind of not really rebrand, but just kind of polish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause, Cause I, mean, I don't think we gossiped.
1: Great. I don't think, but I just feel like it was sometimes celebrity focus, which was on me. Like, I feel like I brought in a lot of the celebrity talk. Yeah, and I just don't. So I don't want to make it seem like we were on here like being like.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can go back and listen. And, 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 yeah, it was definitely substantive. Like, we yeah, it was out here always
1: substantive, us, but it's just.
0: It was just less, a bit more than what we went for.
1: Yeah, just exactly, exactly. I'm not going to keep explaining myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Anyway.
0: On to brief updates. Um, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first.
1: Um. So, last semester in grad school. Woo-woo. So that's super exciting. Um, my final project, my master's project, was approved last month. So gonna get started on that when school starts next week. I did not work on that over break at all, and um, I'm not ashamed of that. Sure. So, uh, yeah, applying for graduation soon. Uh what else is going on with me? I feel like that's like the 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 biggest most exciting thing right now. Um in love with TikTok. <laughs> yes. Um I know a lot of people have their opinions and feelings about TikTok, but I've learned a lot on there. So, uh loving TikTok, reading more. Um I think I no I don't rem- remember the last time we posted, but yeah, since last year I've kind of just was able to or maybe the year before that too I was able to get back into reading whatever so I've been reading a lot more um working on finally fully pursuing my YouTube channel and also I plan to be working as a life coach (laughs)
0: um
1: I will be working as a life coach I am a life coach there you go I am a life coach um, so kind of working towards that direction and then really just getting prepared to, for these big changes coming up and I'm going to pass the mic to you.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't have as much. Y'all.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Y'all know what's going on with me. <laughs> like
0: I'm just moving through this process kind of at the tail end of the training experience. Um, what the, have we talked uh, about your
1: dissertation?
0: No, we were talking about that. I don't think so. I'll
1: Probably on the last episode that we didn't post. He's going to keep throwing shade. <laughs> He's going to just keep throwing shade the whole episode.
0: It's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I successfully defended my dissertation proposal um, titled Mask On, Fuck It, Mask Off, Assessing Hip Hop's Role in the Identity Development of Young Black Professionals. So, of course, that's why like, I'm so hip hop versed and hip hop based is because it's, cause it's a part of everything that i do a wise person told me that research was me search so i put that into my studies and you know encompassed that in real time um but yeah that was successfully defended Uh so now it's just like you know the next stages of it really collecting data working with participants seeing how they feel about hip-hop seeing how it's impacted their um presentation at work so essentially is your Is your workplace characterized by code switching and how can hip hop serve as an antidote to let you present as your actual self? So for me, I use it as the terminology of like the future song mask off. If I play that song before going into work, then it like reminds me literally to take my mask off and be my authentic self. Um, So, yeah, I'm hoping like to figure out how we can get more black people to be themselves and express as themselves because there are detrimental effects to trying to fit into that hegemonic norm that was set by white supremacy um, we know that all these professional standards are racist, and they're not helpful. And they're not real. They're not real, <laughs> like so. I'm working to change that, and um, thank you for following me on this journey of that. And I'll keep you posted on how it's going. Going next step is I am currently in an internship preparation process of applying. Well, I've applied to internships for the sake of working as a was a provisional psychologist. Yeah, something like that. One of them. Provisional psychologist. Sorry, I'm, my terms are off because I'm, I'm intern. Like, I just got out of an inter- interview. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little uh, tired of talking about myself. I'm a little tired of rambling about that. But um, so, yeah, basically, I just interviewed with some sites over the country and trying to get a feel for how I want to rank these sites, how I feel about them. Uh, it's been a very demanding process, especially last week with all of the stuff happening at the Capitol, and I was literally in the middle of an interview as I'm watching the news about like these insurrectionists losing their ever-loving white supremacist minds, um, which really led me to another topic of like the issue and demands of capitalism. Like I had all of that going on, and I was preparing for an interview, and I'm like, man, should I act like this ain't going on. Like if they ask about it, should I not speak to my truth? And then me and this was going over like, no, I should say whatever I'm feeling on my mind. Cause if they don't respect that, if they don't appreciate it, I don't want to be there. But it was like the fact that I had to double think through that, double think through my opinion, and then also think through whether or not I should go. Like <laughs> We're in the middle of a of a treasonous act. And I'm
1: a terrorist attack, a
0: terrorist attack. And I'm sitting there telling myself, Man, I gotta gather myself for this interview, like, because that's what capitalism teaches you—like, not to take a break, to work through adversity, and work through whatever you're experiencing. And it kind of frustrated me and made me feel salty, but um.
1: Um. So it reminds me of a TikTok I just saw recently where there's like a sound or like a a trend where people are saying, um, "Tell me when you realize that you." Like you're an American and you moved somewhere else and you realize that oh, you were yeah. like scarred from being an American. Yeah, yeah, and some this guy was talking about how he had a heart attack. And he was sitting there debate or he was having one and he was debating like, Oh my gosh, do I wanna I think it's two one one over there? I don't know where he was, but one one two. One one two. Okay. And he was like, I don't know. Um, if I want to call 112 because, like, it's going to cost so much. And I think... Debating
0: taking, like, a 10-minute bike ride to the hospital. And he rode
1: the bike. Mm-hmm. and the, Or didn't he ride the bike? No, he,
0: he wound up calling an ambulance. Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: And then when he got to the hospital, he, didn't, he wasn't worried about calling his mom or anything. He yeah. was worried about calling his boss. Yeah,
0: because he had to call off the next day, and he wanted to let them know what was going on. So and his boss was just like, fired. what? You like, would never get fired for something like that.
1: And <laughs> I'm like... I relate. Like, what are you talking about? i probably call my
0: boss too. Like, yeah. And that's sad. It's sad. like Like, not, hey, mom, I'm in the hospital. I'm okay. Let me call my boss to make sure I don't get fired. Like, that's pathetic.
1: It's pathetic.
0: And they're literally benefiting off of people who think just like that. Like, productivity is such a big buzzword in society these days. And it's like, what about our mental health like what about how we feel what about our bodies like we
1: learn that that doesn't matter
0: yeah and that's really pathetic and that's a, that's a big part of the reason why we were also thinking about the shift too because i realized that mentally there was something going on with me that I, I considered like first off biting my tongue on my opinion which is something i don't ever do in any capacity and then also like the fact that i was debating i was I was asking initially, like man should i just like Cancel this interview. Like, should I not go? Like, it shouldn't even been a matter of that. Like, they should have called me and said, "Hey, hey, there's is, a
1: terrorist attack going on. Take, take care of yourself." Yeah.
0: <laughs> but like, since it's not that, like, that just goes to show that like, capitalism has got to go. It's toxic, and
1: no matter specific, what, it literally just brings on the backs
0: of our insecurities and um, the the competition, the competitive edge of things, the it's, need it's, for money, the need for money, like the like, need for just survival. It's like it's a, it's a long. You're
1: poor. You drawing. need this. You don't yeah. have time to worry don't go about buy your feelings. toast. Right, you don't what have you time to, to worry about your wants and needs. Like my shop. Uh, Or not no. your needs. <laughs> but not your for real
0: wants, Even your needs. Like you don't have time to worry about that, because if you need to go to the hospital. Oh, that
1: is <laughs> like, true. That is you've true. You got to go anywhere. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh <laughs>
1: some, some
0: about, like but that was just where well, I'm at. Um So we're moving. <laughs> we are moving. We're guaranteed moving. <laughs> we're, we're guaranteed, guaranteed out of here. moving. We just don't know we're where We don't know where yet. Um, so but that's I a, was very intentional about not applying to um, any sites in Memphis. <laughs>
1: yeah, which I I don't hate it like I did when we moved here, but I definitely don't want to stay. Mm-hmm. Ready for something either? Yeah, just ready for a new experience. Um, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Is that all of our update?
0: Yeah, just this interview process. I'm ready for it to kind of be over. I got to submit rankings for all the sites that I met at in two and a half weeks. And then two weeks from that date, I will know where we're going.
1: Yep. And then, well, it's time to get ready to move in the middle of a panorama.
0: Panorama. So, so anybody got let's tips? Let's get it. Yeah, if you got tips on moving in a panorama, let us yes, know. Yes,
1: please let us know, actually. I would. Not looking for that will to be them. really helpful. <laughs> um, okay, so where are we going?
0: All right, so on to our agenda, and again, this shift. So, I wrote this agenda before we really talked about the shift. So, our next episode will really be heavily based on politics and well,
1: this looks um, like a sh- the the shift
0: mental health. Not I put mental health? I don't have nothing about mental
1: Well, we don't health. have to do it like every time if you don't want to. Yeah. This is our thing. We can do whatever the heck we want.
0: That's true. So first things first, <laughs> in the world of politics, in the world of social media and technological savvy advances, we want to talk about censorship. What is it?
1: And what it's not.
0: And what it's not. <laughs> so sorry to say... and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. This is a celeb culture brought up. Thing. She put herself in it. She put it. herself in it, yeah. <laughs> but sorry to say, Carrie Hilson kicking someone off of Twitter is not censorship. It's not removing their it's not taking away their freedom of speech. Like he is still the whole president. He can call a if he wanted to, he could call <laughs> Like, what what are they called? State of address, whatever?
1: I mean, he can literally just address the nation.
0: Yeah, he could... And call
1: the media. Or address the nation, the media will be there. He'll have all eyes on him.
0: Yeah, so it's... You're
1: not censored.
0: His freedom of speech was not infringed upon. It was not at stake. Like, our speech is not at stake. Um, Twitter is not Congress. Twitter is not the government. Twitter has rules. (laughs) Like, they have... Uh, what's it called? Violation things. Terms Uh, terms and and services. Yeah, they have like terms and services, terms and conditions that we have to abide by because it is a privilege and not a right. It's not a
1: right. I know that you feel like you have a right to like everything that you want. Mm -hmm. Or if you want it, it's a right. But that is not how rights work.
0: Yeah, Twitter is not a right. (laughs) Twitter is a privilege. And he lost that privilege when he incited... A whole ass hate crime like a yeah. whole ass terrorist attack a whole insurrection a whole uprising um there was another word I learned that I liked um it'll come to me soon but he did all those things and he was just very I'm using his word very very <laughs> very very bad yeah
1: and um I So I love the people who are saying that Twitter is censor, him being banned off Twitter is censorship and all the supporters of his who are like, we're getting off of Twitter and whatever. They're not, they are not participating in the censorship of the president, which one is just hilarious. And please get off Twitter because like, I actually, I'm not going to say that, but yeah, please get off Twitter. So, It also is hilarious to me that you can understand that Twitter, that you feel like, oh, Twitter is a right. I have a right to say whatever I want on Twitter, even though you agree to the terms and services that says you can't say whatever you want on there, Mm -hmm. but you don't agree that everybody deserves healthcare or that everybody deserves shelter or that everybody deserves access to clean water and food.
0: Or that everybody has the right to freedom of speech. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> because it's it's only it's only an issue when they like if you, you know, you have freedom of speech as long as you agree with me pretty much. Exactly. What I'm really
1: because if black you, lives matter. It's freedom of speech.
0: It's freedom of speech. Did I hurt anybody? You know, we're just protesting that our lives should matter to And speech.
1: people want it to be considered a hate group.
0: So, is a hate group when it's anti-fascism. I, I just—it's a lot of confusing jargon. And it right is.
1: It, it's a lot of not understanding what words mean yeah, and not it. reading. That's what that's it's a it. lot of misunderstanding. And re- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's a lot of propaganda, and that's what I've mm-hmm. learned also this year that people don't read, and that mm-hmm. people will. Just like hear something or hear somebody say something, and like that's it's yeah. just facts to them.
0: And I've learned that Trump twenty twenty because it's twenty twenty one. I've learned that Trump twenty twenty is, and we'll say his name because he's not the president now. It's not about giving like, yeah. him power. <laughs> stuff. Like he, he whatever. He
1: lost his favorite yeah. power tool, yeah. so we, we can even care. call him forty
0: five because <laughs> we have a forty six now. That's we, right. we worried about. Who cares. <laughs> uh, even though he's not without criticism, but um yeah, will we get
1: into that today, or will we let? him be inaugurated let him,
0: first I'll let him get in, okay but yeah. <laughs> um but let me assess this is your niche niche so <laughs> um but yeah so trump 2020 is the new heil hitler uh, i found as well like it's really just yeah. a cult like yeah carving the name into manatees like it, it, they're mindless like they're sick yeah and then to turn around and think that like, we're violating freedom of speech, like, when first off, I mean, censoring his his right to freedom of speech, when first off, like, freedom of speech, the First Amendment indicates, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it it indicates that Congress shall not censor him, right? Not that, and then Jack's not Congress, like, the Twitter administrators, they're not Congress, like, and also with the freedom of speech, you're not supposed to use your speech to incite riots, you're not supposed to use your speech to deliver... Uh, veiled or direct threats, which he did. Both which he of. did. It's, you're not supposed to use your freedom of speech to incite hate crimes, which he did. So it's like you, that's not that go. I mean, yeah, it is still freedom of speech, but it goes beyond that when you can quite literally, and you did get someone killed with your speech. So you need and a to cop
1: be, that you claim to love so much. Yeah,
0: big blue lives matter. <laughs> like where where y'all at now? Like y'all killing cops? Like y'all killing. Uh, all lives that y'all the that all matter. lives that mattered. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like I'm, re- I'm ready for y'all to just admit that all lives matter was just a protest of a protest, and not necessarily about all which lives
1: we matter. already knew. But thanks for just proving it further. Yeah,
0: but I think I think the great thing, and I hate to say great because this was a a bloody experience, like it was a very awful terrorist attack. But I think the great thing is that when you watch the way police handle this was in dc when you watch the way police handled dc on black i mean excuse me the police handle black individuals on black lives matter boulevard versus how they handled the um, trump insurrectionists it's like if you can see both of those on the news you can see the way that both of these groups were treated and still not open your eyes up to that like i don't have anything and to still want to
1: fund the police yeah. <laughs> i
0: think the tale of two americas is open to anybody who's willing to receive it and and acknowledge it and to the to the white people who are really pissed off about this and like getting out there and talking to your racist colleagues and, and, and co workers and family. and family members, I appreciate you. I know that white allies aren't really appreciated during this time and during this movement, but like y'all do have oh uh, a place. place yeah y'all have a place spotlight.
1: i mean it's not a who you don't come in and try to
0: yeah
1: <laughs> take a spotlight yeah, yeah don't try to come i mean no
0: you can come and stand in front of them, them cops well, we No, know no like do, that, that. do that do yeah, yeah, that but i'm saying spotlight. don't
1: by, try to be the face of yeah, black yeah, lives that, matter because really. we don't need that yeah, listen to
0: black leadership
1: yeah and, and, assist and assist where you can
0: but i do love my white allies i do I as do. well and i recognize that a lot of y'all are being disowned by your family so if if you got family here let just know that
1: yes. and then also really quick uh shout out to major marjorie whatever her name is taylor green the woman who wore the censored mask mm-hmm. while she was speaking into a microphone on the floor on the u.s house house of representatives floor it's like, oh yeah, ma'am, you're you're so censored.
0: Like, <laughs> you're so censored. <laughs> Look at and the this, privilege they, you have. They make here.
1: it so easy to just like. It's like, are you doing this on purpose? It's just like, yeah, you don't understand what censorship is, and you never will. Censorship is not you not getting your way.
0: Exactly, and that's what it boils <laughs> down to. Like you feel if this is the most oppressed you felt in your lifetime by having to wear a mask and and your president being quote unquote censored i think you really need to evaluate the experiences of oppressed people in america because we are people who have dealt with much worse like i don't have a problem putting a mask on anywhere yeah. because like i've experienced police brutality personally like i've experienced I've experienced be, what it's like to be black in America, and like how it feels to experience microaggression, how it feels to not feel welcome in white spaces. You don't have to deal with that, but like you're upset about wearing a mask, you're upset about your president not being allowed to get people killed. <laughs> like you got to reevaluate. And something. it was
1: like a supporter. That's what I don't understand. It's like a supporter got killed, and it's like I mean I'm not I don't really want to talk about because I don't really have anything nice to say, but Except it's just we on that pack. huh.
0: Except we own that pack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it's just like one of his own was killed, so like why I don't understand and a cop, so I don't understand why people are not more upset at what he cost mm-hmm. It's like this was all because of your guy, and he lost shout out to my girl AOC he lost he lost
0: AOC he
1: lost protect, protect AOC, AOC at all costs. Big I'm actually not to gonna get into How much I love AOC, but I will say that last Wednesday, January sixth, I was so worried. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I hope AOC is okay." And if you've watched her Instagram live, or if you haven't, you really should, because she saved it on her page. But she detailed, like, you know, just what's going on now and where they're going from here. And she says she had a close encounter with, like, some of the the terrorists. And everybody knows. I mean, they don't like her. Like she's one of right. the most recognizable faces. She's she's everything they hate. She's, she's our
0: fellow radical.
1: Shout out to all my radicals. She's a brown woman who's not afraid to say what she has to say. She's educated, and they're intimidated by that. So she says she was even afraid when they were um when they were at the extraction point because there were members of Congress who she felt like would give her location and have her kidnapped or killed or you know something like that. So, AOC is the future. She will be your president one day. So, deal with it. And... <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, we're very lucky to have her. New York, you're very lucky to have her.
0: I agree. Well, yeah, she's a gem. And I would love to call her my 47th president.
1: Same. Okay. Is that all we're going to do for censorship? <laughs> yeah.
0: And that was kind of censorship and big tech um, which is also my next. Oh, okay, one. okay, kind cool, of talking cool, about cool. big tech in the sense of, like, what control should they be able to have? I don't think that they overstepped any boundaries. I don't think they overstepped their, their, um, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I'm doing a, this.
1: I'm a, I've seen people get kicked off social media for stuff like less than, like, less than inciting violence and having people killed. I've seen people yeah. get kicked off social media for using like words, like certain yeah. words. I've
0: seen somebody get suspended for twelve hours. Because they tweeted lyrics from a song. Somebody said, what's the name of the song? And he said, stop breathing. And, which was the name of the Cardi song. Playboy Cardi song. (laughs) And he got blocked for 12 hours it's like y'all mad about somebody who got somebody killed when this is happening on the other side of Twitter.
1: Exactly.
0: He said stop he said attract name.
1: But it's just because it's their leader it's their cult leader mm-hmm. they don't know what to think they don't have opinions to state if they can't read what he's telling them to think so mm-hmm. now they just running around like oh wait what do we think what do we think of this yeah. like the news doesn't stop the world doesn't stop because he's not tweeting mm-hmm. so now they don't know what to say they don't know where to get their opinions from and parlor got shut down too so they can't you know talk to their fellow racist mm-hmm. so I'm I'm sure they're somewhere on facebook or who knows
0: somewhere on know.
1: facebook uh Talk figuring about a it
0: pandemic out. and yeah <laughs> uh, type of
1: and he like i mean he's backwards. their leader so him being yes you think he's communicating with them in some way
0: i don't think so because
1: i guess they got know, really upset
0: no. about him disavowing them after the riot okay. after the after the Terrorism. so
1: imagine how that feels like you went and did this terroristic attack for your leader that you revere so much and now he just hit me he disavowed you on tv and now he's not i mean after like a week and then he um he doesn't say anything so it's like they probably are losing their mind
0: mm-hmm. i think it's cool though like um and the reason why i was kind of championed this is kind of backtracking, but the reason why I was championing white allies, too, is because, um, let's see, I guess this could lead to a next topic, like, on, tic- on TikTok. I
1: feel like they all just kind of are, are intertwined.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's this guy on TikTok. I can't think of his name, but I'll probably link it. He was basically just having, he's a white dude. He was basically just having conversations with, like, police officers about Black Lives Matter, uh, basically getting their opinion and educating them on what it really was and and, and what it's not. Uh, he was talking to young Trump supporters about just their um, their pro life stances and and why that's dumb, pretty much, and talking yeah. to them about uh, why All Lives Matter was dumb and like these kids were pretty receptive and it kind of gave me hope for that generation. I think kids, like if you want to reach someone, you start with kids because some people, as we were talking about with the beginning, like we've adopted a beginner's mindset like a lifelong learning mindset which is where we always have room to learn there's always something to be gained in any experience or conversation with someone but there are people who don't think like that like they think they they think they know everything they think they have it all down pat so it's like certain supporters or certain far right conservatives, like you're not gonna really get anywhere conversing with them because they're so set in their ways. But like, you know, talk to their kids. Like have their kids challenge them yeah. about how dumb they are. Talk to if you if you work with children, like you know, have have these type of discussions with them. Um if you're white, you know, talk to them. Uh <laughs> but like me as a black I'm man, not gonna
1: tell black yeah. people to go have these conversations. That reminds me of your class. Yeah.
0: He was saying that the dude talked to a, a KKK leader. I'm like, bro, I'm not about to ever put myself in that position. <laughs> I like,
1: would never recommend that to any black or brown person to yeah. go talk to a racist. Y'all yeah. <laughs> but... so didn't
0: hear that from us. We're like, you know, you see the kids or something. Ask them a simple question. Like if they're like, oh, uh, immigrants are coming, taking all our jobs. What jobs? Like, you know, start there. Because they, like, don't, just, know. they, they have, don't know.
1: They don't They don't. They don't think the next step further.
0: Yeah. They, they don't know. <laughs> they don't have the next... They don't, they don't know. Ask them why they're pro life. Ask them um about I'm not gonna say that 'cause you know, trigger warning, I'll leave that off. But like um like there are definitely circumstances where abortion I mean women have the right to choose regardless. Like whatever choice you wanna make, you have that right, and we don't have the right to make laws about that. But there are absolutely circumstances in which like it is super warranted, like for the cases of, of rape and things like that. Um, forgive me. I threw a trigger warning in so y'all heard it first, but um, like you know just ask them questions like that ask them simple questions about their stance and see you'll, it, it's funny to see the responses that you'll get
1: yeah because they just look dumb
0: a lot of times they just look <laughs> man I don't want to get into politics right now man Like, but you got an anti Antifa shirt on. Yeah, it's like
1: we've gotta unpack that. Like, what is your deal? (laughs) Like you don't get to say I don't wanna be in politics and Mm -hmm. you walk around with that type of stuff on. You're in you're literally walking around stating your politics when you wear that type of stuff.
0: You said anti Antifa. All I have to do is reduce the fraction, like I was taught in fourth grade. And that's just fascist. They, I'm
1: sure they didn't learn that.
0: <laughs> that literally just says fascist.
1: <laughs> Even when you when I saw somebody break down to them like, "Hey, so you know, are you a fascist?" and they're like, "No." I'm not a fat Well, and whatever. No, I'm not a fascist. And then they say, they say, okay, well, th- you know, that's what Antifa means. anti fascists And they're like, that's not what Antifa means. It's like, you don't get to decide what words mean.
0: That's not how this works.
1: <laughs> like That's not how they work. Words have meaning. You don't get to decide yeah, what they mean. You don't- not at all how
0: nomenclature works. <laughs> so, uh,
1: yeah, I don't think I would be in the position. I've talked to one Trump supporter, and I, he was dumb.
0: He was black. Too.
1: <laughs> he was black. I'm and like,
0: bro, you on several wrongs. He was black, world,
1: and he told me he voted for him because of his stance on abortion, and I just was like, like How can so, you- so so you're really dumb? I was like, <laughs> you're a man, bro.
0: <laughs> you are a man. Like, why do you care about that? Like, I just don't. Get it like the issue you is vote against your interest for that
1: for that for something that you'll never no matter what because he what, he might say like, oh well, what if i I have a girlfriend and blah blah blah, you will never have to get an abortion ever you specifically you cannot whatever imaginary girlfriend or partner or whatever mm-hmm. you still personally him yeah. will never have to get the abortion and I'm just so mean- it doesn't matter.
0: I'm willing to go right out and say if you are conservative, you side with white supremacy because like, (laughs) period, because like most most people's thing is, is they say, um, um, I
1: don't know what you're, yeah. but
0: the abortion, right? That's, that's
1: pro-life. Yeah, yeah, they're pro-life,
0: right? That's the main reason why people are on the conservative side that I hear. But what Republican president has prevented abortions from happening? Name me one that shut down all clinics exactly. that like prevented people from traveling to get them done. Like people if if people want abortion, they're gonna get an it's abortion. Gonna it's happen. gonna happen.
1: How about you just don't get one?
0: So you're voting <laughs> against it, but it keeps happening. Exactly. Therefore you're siding with white you just raises Like just like, don't say that. And nobody stops it nobody or it's
1: like you want to kind of be seen as like a good whatever like a model minority whatever minority you are like oh i'm not like them they're all democrats like i'm a conservative
0: That's
1: nasty, bro. i don't i don't know what it is and i don't personally want to go talk and figure it out because i just don't think i mean this is going to be like a generalization but i've Maybe not with all Republicans, but definitely Trump supporters. I feel like there's not really the space of having like an intellectual conversation. I've not seen it happen because their intellect is not on their side. So I just don't know that it is.
0: I'm not going to say Republican in general.
1: Well, the only reason I see. i am saying
0: conservative.
1: Yeah, conservative. But also that's the issue now. Like the GOP is Donald Trump. So now it's like, what are you going to do? because nobody whether they agreed with him or not like they all stood behind him and let him represent their party so he is the party so now what are you going to do now all republicans are whether you say oh i'm a republican but i voted for biden if you still you know are under this like republican whatever it's like you i'm gonna see you as a trump supporter
0: yeah, because that's your. I mean, he's a re- reflection of your he's party. He's a reflection he's the most of your recent party. recent candidate that represented your party, and even people that you have on the like the back burner, like they ain't great. Josh Hawley and and what's the other dude's name?
1: I would say probably the the Republican. Oh, uh, who are you talking about? Ted Cruz.
0: Yeah, Ugh, <laughs> I, Barf. I forget, he's so
1: forgettable. Barf. Um, I would say probably the only Republican I respect, and this is like very. Low level respect is Mitt, Mitt Romney. Romney. <laughs> <I know>.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: and it's like I, I mean, th- does the party even like like him anymore? <laughs> he's,
0: like, he's like Joe Biden. He was Joe Biden. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I feel like, and then Joe so Biden. So I was on thinking about Joe
0: Biden, but no taxes for the rich. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> um I was thinking about that when we were talking about like the person that you that is the leader of your party is basically reflective of you because I was thinking like, oh, like I don't. I'm not necessarily the biggest Joe Biden supporter. So I was thinking, like, uh, but I'd, I would much rather people be like, oh, like you support Biden? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I will state right here today that I do not agree with, should I say a lot of things? Some things about him and uh, his administration.
0: I mean, he's still trying and to I'd, make. Friends with white supremacists and it's not cool. And that's not cool. And that's not the like you don't come out and say this is not America when it like happening in
1: front of your face. All we've ever been. All we've ever. How about you try? You say let's become a new America. Yeah. Like I'm cool with that.
0: Let's grow beyond this. We're we're better than better than this. But not we. This isn't us. No, because it 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 is, is. and
1: that's the the issue. We don't take accountability. We do not take accountability for what we are. Look it in the face. We're Germany a nasty, does. messy, racist, disgusting. We're a bad
0: Bigotist, Bigotry. No,
1: wait, wait. I don't want to sound like super like, <laughs> like I hate in here. I mean, do we not? It
0: but, sucks, I mean, it's, it's a bad pathetic. place.
1: I'm grateful. I'm grateful, you know, to be here, but it is a bad place and you need to be realistic. About the history of this place. The history is not beautiful. It's not.
0: It's very ugly. It's
1: actually. very ugly. And until we get honest about that, going dating back to like slavery and indigenous people, like go all the way back. Yeah. Then it, it will never, it will never, I personally feel like get any better. It's just putting a band aid over a bullet wound. I feel like that's all we've been doing for generations.
0: Yeah. You're right. And there's a lot of work to be done. And they don't want to. And it's like, just start
1: it it, because it's hard work. Yeah. So start it now so that maybe our great, 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 great grandkids Mm -hmm. can know what it's like to live in the America that y'all think we live in.
0: I wonder what it will take. Because Germany has, uh, they've acknowledged, like they, they have provided reparations. Like they've talked about the impact that they've had on the Jewish population in That experience, like they, it's they don't hide from their history. They talk about the ugly truths of it so they can work. Education, yeah, and education is a big piece. But our, I mean, Ronald Reagan capitalized off of dumb Americans like they change the curriculum they they put drugs into the community they, and that's
1: what Republicans do
0: yeah like they've done a lot to keep people in the dark and keep people ignorant so that way they don't ask questions they don't vote for their own interests like they are creating that division and allowing people to believe like hey you guys are each other's enemies like you don't need to uh, don't ask more of us ask more of each other do more
1: for work yourself harder. work
0: harder pull yourself up by your bootstraps like that type of when
1: nobody here has done that None of these people, none of these billionaires and like whoever one who they've not that. pulled themselves up from their bootstraps. Getting a a 1 million dollar like loan from your parents small business loan. That's not pulling yourself up from your bootstraps.
0: Or Elon Musk whole dad owning a emerald mine during apartheid and it's like we're to believe that that the the American dream like these people are the American dream. But it's like a lot of the money, a lot of their wealth and riches are established on the backs of people who look like us.
1: Exactly. the American Unless David the American Nolan dream changed. isn't for us.
0: Yeah, like, we're, I mean, when slavery was abolished, like, all this money went to go to banks.
1: <laughs> and they act like we just are supposed... It was the olden times we have to ignore. It's mm-hmm. like, that's what the problem is today. Yeah. That is what the problem is.
0: Yeah, it's quite literally, like, if you played Monopoly with someone, and they got... Two hundred and fifty turns before you got a chance to roll the dice one time. It's like they've already accumulated a lot of wealth, like property. Yeah, they've accumulated a lot of property. Like they everything is on their board. You'll never win. You'll never win because you you just now got a chance to, to start. And,
1: and then sleep. to do that, because that's what happened. Mm-hmm. To do that, and for you know black people to be where we are now is a is a major accomplishment, and I, I I feel like people still. The people who do know about the history are dumbfounded like, oh my gosh, how do you, how do you come from that?
0: We came from all that and we gave you hip hop. Like we gave you fried chicken. Like we gave you. We gave America culture. We gave you culture. We gave you (laughs) every, every, every every aspect
1: of your culture we gave to you.
0: Country. Rock and roll. (laughs) That's us. Like I know you like to whitewash all of history, but that is us. Yeah. (laughs) And like. We were still able to, to even
1: Eminem said that
0: contribute some of the most monumental inter like, inventions to date. Like, you know, Garrett Morgan. <laughs> I mean,
1: we've done everything. Benjamin
0: Banneker, like we've, we really snapped. We've
1: done time, everything.
0: Gravelty Woods, like it's, it's, it's music, fashion,
1: movie. art, ev-
0: technology, everything, medicine.
1: Pick a genre. Yeah, and that sucks. <laughs> my life. But what you were saying, I think what it is is education because people. I've heard people say that they didn't even they thought that slavery ended in 1964, hmm. and I feel like that is the way that people are taught. It's kind of this idea of like, oh well, wait, did I say slavery or racism? It's just slavery. Sorry, I meant to say racism. Mm-hmm. They said yeah, the They have. thought racism end in ended in 1964.
0: I don't understand how they could think that. That's but just, imagine you, you live in this small blood.
1: town, and you. You've never Everybody seen a black see person. Looks like Everybody looks like you. You're probably just like, oh, okay, yeah, everybody's free. We're all equal. That was the 1960s. Whatever. It's like you don't understand
0: why are there no black people where you live? Exactly. Like, we like, do exactly. think about that. Like,
1: but that's critical thinking, and they don't teach oh, you yeah. that in school. Yeah, that's very true. So I think I think a good place to start would be um, education, and then also acknowledging. The past, like I don't really feel like we, black people do, but I don't feel like white people in positions of power really recognize the impacts of slavery. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I really like, um,
0: did you watch Black AF
1: in Canada? Was when, well, who was it? Were we watching Seth, Rogan. Ca- Seth Rogen? Seth He
0: was saying that when he, it was, he was on the shop actually, and he oh, was yeah, saying yeah, yeah. Um, when. He, he when he was living in Canada, anytime they had an event like a play or a concert or anything, they took a moment of silence before even introducing the first m c to just be like, "Hey, we want to acknowledge that we are on native land and they
1: 'll name the tribe
0: yeah, we are on native land, this land belongs to individuals of for example, the Iroquois tribe, um just to let you know or this like this land was belonged to Blackfoot Indian." Um, this land belonged to Cherokee. So, like, let's make sure that we are respectful. Let's make sure that we acknowledge that. Um, basically, just, like, giving thanks and appreciation for, like, colonialism. <laughs> like, and, like pretty, acknowledgement. Yeah, acknowledging
1: happen. these people, like, that their experiences were real.
0: Yeah, and ruined.
1: Even if, because I've heard Canada is not that great when it comes to tensions between indigenous people as well. So, I'm not going to put them on this pedestal of, like, right. greatness. Let me know what's perfect. But that's a step above what we do yeah, you know what i mean we don't do anything it. people don't even know that indigenous people are still here exactly on cnn they were going through demographics and listed them as other
0: mm, wow
1: it's like this is their land
0: exactly this is their, their land other? and their
1: other wow. so that's that's Not what i'm saying
0: that, like most of these places are named
1: exactly we you kept ohio. the names
0: <laughs> like ohio
1: and then also what was it the team that was that got rid of their their name recently it was the washington team i think and they call it they the washington team now i think they did and people were like so excited and it's like that's so sad that that's where the bar is that there's still names
0: how about this in 2020 it was on the ballot for slavery to be legal or not Oh, in Utah. yeah. <laughs> how about yeah. that?
1: Yeah. So we've got some real how issues. About the 13th, how about
0: slavery is legal thanks to the 13th Amendment? Like, that's what people don't talk Woo. about, too. Yeah. Slavery literally is legal.
1: But people love to say, oh, why do we have to talk about slavery? Slavery was over thanks to Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, they just literally repackaged, repackaged
0: it. it. Yeah, it's like, he said that, too. Like, hey, I'm going to abolish slavery. But anybody who's in jail they're basically indentured servants like they are that you basically a slave like read the 13th amendment and 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 have that show I'm basically paraphrasing cuz I don't feel like pulling it up right now but it's essentially if you're in jail you are a slave and read and, the new jim crow read the new jim crow as well um but it was like yeah they abolished slavery but then they implemented um they they, they refashioned the slave catchers to like Sheriffs and, and police officers and stuff. They abolished slavery, but then they came up with mandatory minimums. So it's like if I steal a loaf of bread, <laughs> I've got a certain amount of time that I have to spend in jail, like five years or something like that. And it's like we all know it's that like, mandatory yeah, minimums are exactly
1: stupid. It's mandatory the same minimums? book and just different names for the characters. Yeah.
0: And then <laughs> and and then I think I read somewhere that it was like there are like five times more. Black people in jail than there ever were on the plantation. Wow! So it's like, yeah, uh, cotton picking slavery's over, but now it's oh, I'm going to work for GM while in jail. Exactly. I'm going to work for Nextel or Sprint while and in for jail for like, pennies. For pennies, and then when I get out, can't get a job I'm a at that place ain't going to hire me, even though I have <laughs> experience making y'all cell phones. Like, <laughs> yeah. So,
1: and when you get out, you're probably going to be on probation. And for a very long time and end up getting sent back to jail. It's That's very sad, disgusting. Right? One thing I will say, I do appreciate the fact that that is becoming more of like common knowledge. Like people are starting to understand that like prison reform is absolutely like it needs to be up there on Joe Biden's list. I don't know that it will be. I'm not really holding my breath when it comes to what I believe his agenda Will be yeah.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give him a. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna say too much about it because I don't want to sound like whatever. But
1: I'll just let you know that I in the primaries I voted for Bernie Sanders. So that is the type of uh, that is where my belief system is aligned. That has kind of changed. Also, I feel like with in recent years, I feel like I was. I feel like I was. I would. I was a
0: slap in the face. like, the people wanted Bernie.
1: Sanders. The people wanted Bernie. And you guys gave us Joe. We did it, Joe. I'm also very annoyed with this idea of um, settling with who we vote for. With this, oh, well, we've just got to get him out. So we're, it's like, I hope y'all had fun with that in 2020.
0: People been using that excuse <laughs> since the second election, bro. It's like. Well, the first election, actually.
1: (laughs) We just can't have this person. How about we stop letting people who we absolutely can't have as a leader run? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That would be a great idea, but that's part of the system. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. It's like it's all a joke in a game.
0: And I'm glad for stuff like Hamilton, too, because it makes it like draws attention like this isn't something new this is something that's been going on for a long time like they were at a lose-lose situation between burr and jefferson This is the second third president yeah. of the united states like how are we already in this position and then
1: already like,
0: 41 presidents later 42 presidents later we're still in the same boat like,
1: stop we need reform i think one thing i will say though with the pandemic i think that a lot of people had time to learn about just, like, how the government works, how politics works. And then also, a lot of people have suffered. I mean, people have... I think everybody knows somebody who has died from coronavirus. People have been impacted in various ways from coronavirus. And so I think that... Or the pandemic and the poor handling of it.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So I think that um, if Joe Biden and his administration, if they don't do the things that got people to get up and vote for them i don't think that it'll be just oh well come on we've got to beat whoever the republicans put up i think we will see a third party emerge and emerge really strong I in 2024 so. if he does not uh do the things that he said that he would do i mean he's already saying like i'm gonna get rid of some student loan debt and it's just like okay like i didn't expect much from you i <laughs>
0: you do it Oh, bro, you would literally stimulate the economy, bro. Like, well, literally. I'm sure his
1: don't. I mean, his Republican friends probably are just like, come on, Joe. All of it. Can I
0: catch up to us, Joe.
1: I mean, because they're all friends. But, we anyways, yay, inauguration day. Yay.
0: Next <laughs> six days. Next Wednesday. Yay. All right. And then, sorry, guys, I'm like kind of sleepy. Been, I'm sorry. I'm, my interview brain is, is taking over. I realize I'm like not even caring that I'm not remembering my words. I'm just like, you know, he did the whatever thing. Who cares? (laughs) You're not
1: giving a speech. Like we're not on CNN. (laughs) This is just me and you talking.
0: He did the whatever thing. Uh, Yeah. But yeah. Uh, And last but not least, we want to talk about TikTok. (laughs) TikTok has... Honestly, like, a lot of what, a lot of what, not, I guess not in 2020, I kind of just started the TikTok wave this year, but, like, I am I thought it was stupid, like, I thought it was just all dance, dance, and, like, you know, challenges and challenges, but I'm like, no, I guess that's just what people were pushing the most part, like, that's what they wanted to push, that's what was being reposted, that's what achieved virality, but if you go on there, like, it's actually very informative, like, there's various sectors of tiktok like you've got financial tiktok you've got mental health tiktok you've got um like
1: bookworm conspiracy, tiktok
0: yeah bookworm tiktok conspiracy tiktok there's fashion tiktok there's music tiktok like there's all type basically if you want to learn about something that was not taught in a curriculum or if you or if you want to get a perspective from Let's say someone in Germany, like how you were that, Yeah,
1: that's my favorite to yeah. see other people talk about Americans.
0: Yeah, and it's like, wow, like we really don't America. I mean, you, United States. I was America, gonna say
1: United States. What, what should I say? The States. But what should I say about like? Because I said Americans. What should I say? U.S. Americans. U.S. Americans. Okay, thank you.
0: Yeah. correct um,
1: myself because there are other Americans. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Canadians, Mexicans, um, Brazilians, Chileans—they're all American as well.
1: Um I'm sure they don't want
0: to com- be to be uh
1: associated They're not US with Americans.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not they're US. They're probably Americans. like, Good don't call this that. Good on them. Um but you guys are Americans. <laughs> can't can't run from that. <laughs> um but yeah, just hearing how like other culture thank you for that correction. But hearing how like other cultures and stuff people from other countries view US Americans and and just the the patriotism and the uh, the way society is depicted it's a lot different overseas and it's interesting to get a feel and understanding of how we're portrayed, like what they're learning about the States and things like that. Um, Like I've learned about stocks on TikTok. Like I've, 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 y'all know I love words and and (laughs) semantics and phonetics and stuff. I found this gentleman who like helps me with, Logical fallacies, for example, like he did a TikTok on just various grammar rules and why some are stupid, why, uh, like how to basically sun your English professor if they try to push for grammar, push for grammatically correctness. And he was an English professor, but he was just basically saying like, yeah, man, like it, language is all dumb; it's made up, and it's basically just an oppressive way to make people who are not a part of the dominant group feel less than. It. And um, there's just various different ways that you can engage in TikTok, various things you can do, um, various things you can learn. Like I talked about that one guy who was talking to the Trump supporters and the um, police officers about Black Lives Matter. It's just a phenomenal place for.
1: For whatever you want to do, (laughs) whatever whatever kind of content you you want, it's on there.
0: You want to learn how to bake? bacon cheesecake, like, I'm sure that's on there.
1: you want to learn how to start couponing, Mm -hmm. um, like, any type of skill you would like to learn, there's so much stuff on there. But what I was going to say, I was going to comment on the... um, I love watching videos about people and their opinions about U.S. Americans. And I saw one where this girl was talking about, like, (laughs) she was learning about... I think she was in, like, university, and she was talking about, like, She was like, yeah, you guys think that you're like this, like the number one country in the world. No one else looks at you that way. Um, They saw videos of us like doing the Pledge of Allegiance. They were like, that feels very cult-like. Like Like, there's just things that you think that, oh, okay, this is just what it is like in America. And then you, or the United States. And then you either leave or you learn and you start to see like, oh, wait. This is, like, the same type of propaganda that we accuse other countries of doing. Because, like, really, genuinely, if you've never thought about the Pledge of Allegiance, think about that. (laughs) I think about that often, and it's just so weird. And then also, I think I saw a video, and the person was like, yeah, they were in Europe, and they were like, yeah, why do you guys say it more than once? Like, isn't once enough?
0: Any other pledge that I've (laughs) taken in my life? (laughs) Like, I've taken...
1: It's so weird! It's so weird! I've taken
0: pledge like a pledge not to do drugs, like, one time. Like, I've taken a pledge to um, create a safe, like, for example, this most recent one, I I took a pledge to create a safe and affirming space for any member, for all members of the LGBTQ community that I work with in the therapeutic therapeutic sense. So it's like... We took a pledge to each other. (laughs) I don't pledge every single time I'm about to work with someone who's gay or trans or pan, like, oh, I I went sure to create an affirmative, like, like, because I'm going to do that regardless. Right. But um, it's... It's sad. It's like, weird. And if you really, like, just recite the words, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah, we did that flag. one day. To the flag. Like, you're, and that should off, just
1: call, cause alarm yeah, right that there. Yeah, that of
0: itself should be alarming. Like, and it's children doing it to a flag.
1: Little kids.
0: Yeah, you are, you're forming a cult. You're forming little baby patriot cult. Weird. Members
1: um,
0: of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands, though they don't stand for people who look like you and I, one nation... We know it's very godless here. Very. We know we're very divided here. Very. And there's no liberty and justice for anyone who's not heterosexual straight. I mean, heterosexual, white, Christian, middle-aged, middle-class. Man. Man. Arguably. Yeah.
1: I guess women get thrown in there. Uh, if it's against a black man, they get thrown in. Yeah. If it's against a white man, good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so they just get a little razzle-dazzle sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to preface... Well, not preface this because I've already said it, but I'd like to say that Um I do... Yeah, okay. I do love this country i love who i the people i come from the lineage that i come from i i um i commend my ancestors for you know what they went through and how they were able to stay strong and to continue my family on to to fight through whatever they did for me to be able to be here today mm mm-hmm. I just don't think that this place is above approval. I mean, above uh criticism. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Not.
1: And I think that's what the issue is. If you criticize it, then it's like you hate it here. You don't like it's like it. you can leave. It's like no, that's how that things get better.
0: Long, like
1: even with us, like with with relationships, like you it's not perfect. And you have to talk and work through things and adjust things and like okay, and that's how things get better. Like you don't just be like, "Well, this is who I am and if you don't like it," Is going to be a rough marriage, or it's not going to last. So it's just like, and true. especially since, you know, I feel like this country is owed to us more than anything. So if anything, black people are more American than anybody. For sure. And so it's not that we don't love this country. We do love this country. We don't like what this country does and how it operates. And I think until you acknowledge the issues with that, It'll continue to be this way, and I'm going to get off my
0: soapbox. <laughs> no, that's true, though. Like, you don't, you can't work, you can't heal what you never reveal. And if majority of the country still believes that racism doesn't exist, like, then we'll never grow from it. Like, we need, it's not up to black people to to cure racism either, because we didn't create it. Like, it's exactly. got to be these white folks who did it.
1: And we're ready to talk.
0: Yeah, we're ready. To, I, don't, I know I'm ready to talk about it.
1: <laughs> But when, you, when you're... when you It's like when you're, when you're dealing with a partner who just, like, will not acknowledge the issue. It's just, like, you're never going to work through it because they just won't acknowledge. Yeah, they won't
0: take accountability. They won't acknowledge. And after a while, you they have to make the decision you. to... Yeah, gaslighting. You got to make the decision to improve your situation <laughs> <laughs> or get out. And if, like, they're not willing to listen, I mean, there's only, only so many options left. So... <laughs> That's my soapbox, too. Um, if you are, <laughs> if you had some some hesitancy, some reluctance to download on TikTok for whatever reason, like, mind you, a lot of the propaganda you heard was probably U.S. propaganda, um, and they didn't want us to learn about... The,
1: and then all of these apps capitalism. are spying on you.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I hope you know that.
0: Yeah, so it's like they're saying, yeah, the, uh, TikTok are spying on you. It's like, no, nah, I think they're mad that... They're calling out U.S. propaganda for what it is, and on top of that, they haven't really found a way to really monetize it like they do um, all the other ones, like Twitter and Facebook and stuff. Like, it's not as regulated. So, like, this is actually the prime time to... Do it, like, but I, I
1: wouldn't recommend going adding all your friends. No, 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 from like your other social media
0: because I won't be like, I, y'all me... see, I haven't gave you all my name.
1: <laughs> like, make uh, that your own, your own new world.
0: Yeah, I'll give you all my Twitter and Instagram all day. Oh, that's another thing. I'm ready to like unblock my Twitter account.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Party time. It's
0: hard having that private. I want to get some retweets and stuff. Do it for the likes. i do it for the likes, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, is that all we have for today?
0: That is all we have. Um, I do want to end with a mental health note because I did, we did say we would do it, so I guess this is our first episode of doing it. Um, I'll just talk about manifestations and chi and stuff. So, like, when you are manifesting and you're thinking about like the energy that you want to bring in, you're thinking about the energy you want to resonate. Like, essentially give power to that. Like, I think a lot of times, like, people, we give power to negative things. We give power and energy to the wrong things. And then we're confused when our lives are representative and reflective of that. So, like, what I mean by that is, like, if you are afraid that you're going to lose your job, like, you don't just keep saying like oh i'm gonna lose my job like man it's crazy like i'm a. this is not going well like blah 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 what have you what have you and that's not the best example i got right now because like i said i'm tired words are very powerful yeah like you words are powerful words have meaning words like life and death really are in the power of the tongue so like you saying that eventually could lead to you losing that job because you put so much energy you put so much chi and, and manifestations to it um now what i mean by that like and and being mindful about what you say i'm not saying like if you're not feeling well and someone asks you, how are you feeling? Say, oh, I'm great. I'm not sick at all. It's like <laughs> just a matter of like, you know, I'm I'm not the best, but I'm feeling better. Like I'm getting better moment by moment, you know, things like that. And then that your body starts to internalize that. It starts to trust your process in that regard and trust that you can heal through these experiences because you've told yourself you can. So ultimately, it's like just manifest. Positivity, manifest correctly. I'm not saying that to say that negativity doesn't exist. I'm never going to be a, a good vibes only type of person because that's unrealistic. That's not real. Yeah, but um, just be mindful of what you're saying, what you're doing, and, and how your thoughts are transpiring in your mind. And if you notice that you're leaning toward the negative, call yourself out on it. Like, hey, that wasn't so kind. Like, let's go ahead and think about another way of thinking about this. So I'm and- not a millionaire yet, but I will. I can I can get a million. I will put work toward getting that. Even though that shouldn't be your goal, I'm just, like like I said, these are examples.
1: Yeah, please don't let that be yeah, your
0: goal. Don't let that be your goal. We don't <laughs> want the millionaires. We want, we want,
1: we want healthcare and, yeah. <laughs> and all that stuff, but I won't get into it. But yes, please don't want that to be your goal. But uh, I was just wanted, going to add from a life coach perspective, um, yeah, words are really powerful. And I think with manifestations, people, you should focus on um, manifesting for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I try. I've got this attitude of just kind of like minding my business and worrying about taking care of me, and so, um, and then also getting to the root of what is behind that manifestation. Like, why? Like, for example, if somebody's like, "Well, I want to be a millionaire." Well, like, why? Mm -hmm. Why do I want to be a millionaire? Like, what's underneath this? Like, if it's
0: selfishness, exactly,
1: exactly. Um, So yeah, just speaking life into yourself and watching the words that you use. And it's like, I know a lot of people say, people are so fake positive. And I mean, I remember a time where someone made a comment like this about me and was like, oh, she's just always happy. No one's ever always happy. And it's just like, I wasn't happy. <laughs> I wasn't happy. But mm-hmm. it's just like, that I was trying. I didn't have the language for it back then, but that's what I was trying to do. It's like, yeah, and so it's just like, it's not about being fake positive, but it's just trying to create a help me with this my almost psychologist. Uh it's just trying It's
0: also a train of thought that I was trying to tackle on, so I'm uh, Oh, okay. So it's <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but basically
0: no. what, what are
1: you I was just saying I was just saying like uh when people say you're being fake positive and it's not about being fake positive. But it's just like also what would me being negative do? Like seriously there's a time and a place and i'm not gonna act like i'm the most positive person in the world i know if you follow me on instagram you see <laughs> my quotes and my story people always re- respond and they're like oh my gosh this was so helpful this is so timely like these are so great blah blah blah. It's like a lot of that stuff is for me too like mm-hmm. it's not like i'm just out here trying to preach to other people like do all this stuff like uh i'm going I'm through going a going lot through. too yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not perfect i'm not always happy I'm, like, always going through something, I feel like. He knows. <laughs> like, I'm always going through something. But it's, like, you just try. It's literally, like, just trying. Mm-hmm. And people see that, and I feel like maybe they get intimidated. Like, they're, like, they don't have the courage to try to be positive. Because it's hard. It is hard to be yeah. positive.
0: That's what I was going to say. Like, Yay! Just um, monitor your thoughts. Like, if you get to a, a place where you're feeling down on yourself, or you're feeling, like, down about your situation... Monitor your thoughts and, like, say a positive thought about your situation. Say a negative thought about your situation and just see how it feels to you. Like, you can acknowledge. Like, for example, if I say right now, I'm beautiful. Like, I, I got, like, chill bumps saying that. Like, my, my, I could feel my body warming up. Like, it felt good to say that. Now, if I say I'm stupid, like, my stomach it immediately hurts. started turning knots. It hurt to say that. And it's like, that's just what we're doing to ourselves. And I'm at a place now where I can acknowledge, like, like I, I, I'm not a perfect it by any means. Like, I still got a lot of work to do in terms of regulating my emotions and de- determining what's going on with me. But I'm a lot more advanced than most people. And I can really tune in to where I'm experiencing emotions in my body, where I'm experiencing certain pains and stuff. So, like, I, I know what I'm feeling based on where it's at in my body. If I'm mad, it's in my hands. If I'm nervous, it's in my stomach. If I'm depressed, it's in my chest. Like, you know, things like that. I know where each symptom is, like, reflective of. So, like, I try to work with my clients on that, too. But, um, like, just say, say, practice and say a few negative statements to yourself about yourself. And then practice and say, I I prefer you say the negative first so that you can build. And then say a few positive statements and just see how they feel internally. Like, tune into yourself, close your eyes, tap in, and just, like, pay attention to your body, all parts of your body from head to toe. You may have to take a few deep breaths to kind of get to that place. But, like, tap into your experience and say those things and, and like, see how you feel. And you'll understand how
1: powerful words
0: are. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why I try to be mindful about not saying anything negative about myself. Like, even if I feel negative, I feel like, man, like, things ain't going to get better. Like, I don't know what's going on. I still try to manifest the positivity. Like, I acknowledge what I'm feeling. I acknowledge what's going on in the moment. But I'm not going to allow those thoughts to permeate and overtake my, my, my being. Because
1: like, it's I, natural to have those thoughts. Yeah.
0: I'm Like, I acknowledge that they're there. And sometimes I be like, man, why do I even think that? Just, yeah. Like, that was, that was not cool. Like, you, you're better than this, but Like,
1: that reminds me of what you told me to do, hmm. that exercise. What time are we at? We're at
0: 1.16. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay. Well, I was we going to. save it for
0: next
1: time. Okay. Yeah, next time i will talk Part about. Part two. T- That's what i from TikTok.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll save it for next week, but it is this exercise. I might have talked about it on here. I don't remember, but, like, when you said that, it reminded me of that exercise you told me to do about, like, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I'll talk about that next time. But yeah, just be kind to yourself because be you deserve it. Why? Why don't you deserve kindness?
0: Especially if no one else is kind to you, like you. Should really
1: you gotta be kind
0: gotta to be kind of you. One thing that I helped me and clients is I learned, um, like, when you, we're in these situations, we're in these circumstances. Then this is where like a level of critical thinking comes that most formalized education don't teach. Um, but like, when you're faced with those circumstances, when you're in a circumstance where you're feeling like your backs against the wall or like things aren't going well or they could be better. Think about what you would say to a friend who is in a similar circumstance because I found that like, we'll talk to ourselves in a more negative light than what we would in a friend. Like there's a more, there's a a greater level of compassion. There's a greater level of like empathy and care and like, and, and gentleness. That's not quite, that's not always present when we're talking to ourselves in these circumstances. So, um, when you come across that, imagine you imagine what you would say to a friend before getting into like the overthinking, the brooding, the self-debilitating statements and things of that nature. Um, imagine what you would say to a buddy in that circumstance, You've and me say that. that to yourself. Yeah.
1: You taught me that because I used to be really bad about saying really negative things to myself. I will always say like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so stupid" or "I'm so dumb," something like that. I will always say that to myself, and I remember you told me like, you know, imagine saying that. Like, um, talk to yourself the way that you would talk to, like, your sister or something. Mm-hmm. And that's just not even a way that I would ever talk to, like, anyone that I love. Right. And so even today, that's crazy you brought that up. Because today I was thinking, I was, like, annoyed. I'm going through, like, techno technological issues. And I was thinking, um, I was getting just really frustrated. And then I was like, wait, like, chill out. Just be, like... Patient with yourself. It's not your fault. Be gentle with yourself. If this was anybody else, if Box's computer was giving him issues, like you would be like trying to comfort him and just like whatever. So it's just like don't explode just because it's you and you feel like oh you can take it.
0: I mean, I would have gone and do something else. And...
1: But I'm just <laughs> saying, if you were if you were me, you know what I mean. No. So no. that's what I'm saying. You've taught me that because I don't I don't think I ever say that I'm dumb or stupid anymore. Do you ever hear me say that? I, don't, I, don't. I used to say it a lot, right?
0: Yeah, even if it's something simple like spilling coffee or something. Oh
1: my gosh, I'm so stupid.
0: It's like, no, you're not. Like you made a mistake. you created an error, like and that's yeah. okay.
1: I don't think I do it at all anymore. That's crazy. Growth. Yeah. Thank you, to... <laughs>
0: Thank you, Box. Thank you, Box. I've been trying to like uh, rebrand my words too, like just reframe the way that I use language in general. Like I don't make mistakes. I create errors. Uh, like, so like just and I, I found that like you know being more intentional about the language you use and how you use it like you you feel better. Like, you do. So just, just watch your mouth. Yeah,
1: really. <laughs> that's really the whole point. Our parents were white, right, right? When they said, "Watch your mouth." Watch your mouth. Like, watch your mouth.
0: Yeah. So we'll, I think we'll end, that's a great note to end on. Yeah. Watch, your, watch mouth. your mouth. Affirm yourself. You're beautiful. You're great. You're intelligent. You're worthy. You're worthy. And I don't care where you are. You're worthy. And like, I know a lot of times people don't feel like they're worth, they're worthy, they don't see their self-worth. Um, but self-worth is always there. Um, a clinician said to me one time, self-worth is like the sun, like it doesn't need permission to shine, it doesn't, it doesn't need, it's going to do what it's going to do, like nobody tells it to to act, it nobody tells the sun to interact, it's just, it's there, and even if you don't see it, it's still it's there. It's still there. So like, if you don't feel your self-worth, it's still it's there.
1: It's still there.
0: That's, that's beautiful mm-hmm. so yeah thank you guys for listening thank you for tapping in I think this is technically episode 32 shout out to I was you. gonna ask you but um it ain't gonna read as that because we missed a cover <laughs> I think I think is this is thirty-two. I have no idea this is episode 30 something this is episode but a whole
1: new vibe
0: one of our new vibe <laughs> and our new our season 4 <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Thank you guys for tapping in and sticking with us all these years after all these breaks and unwarranted hiatuses or I say unexpected. They were totally warranted. Um but yeah, thank you guys for your time.
1: Bye.